legendary dugout. You too late is Benny, AKA the Secretary of Defense of Argentina. <laughs> Call me Benicio Cabrera. <laughs> I got my bro with me. <laughs> my bro Mo. Motastic, the one and only. The one and only. We got the eye in the sky to make everybody look fly. Martel Marty. He's putting Martel in the back rubs. <laughs> <laughs> that's not Coke. That's not Coke. That's cognac. That's a double baby. That's a deep tissue massage, you know. Hey, I didn't ask for a happy ending. <laughs> <laughs> That's gonna change the whole thing. Uh, hey. We got the Silver Surfer, Q Cold Blooded, the Master of Waves, and we got a special guest. The first time I had a meatball on a Hawaiian roll, I was like, "This is realer than hand-to-hand transactions." Like this, this is this is just some different type of shit I'm witnessing right now. I, I, I. All right, let me paint the picture. I came to Profile fucked up off champagne, yeah. as usual. And I think it was PJ or Franco DJing, playing that oldie shit like I like. The good shit. The good shit. Yeah. And Chris stops me in my tracks like, Benny, go get you some pizza right now. <laughs> right now. You know how Chris, Chris gets, you yeah. know, he gets passionate. Yeah. So I'm like, all right. And he was kind of saucy, too. <laughs> so, so I see, But I know why now. He was saucy off the Rossi, like he always is. <laughs> yeah. So like, so he tells me to go get this piece. I'm like, all right, I got you. I, I, I bite into it, and I'm like, what the fuck is this crust? Like, this crust is so flavorful. Man. It's like a, a transcendent human understanding. <laughs> I was like, I immediately sobered up. And I'm like, who did this? Chris just points. <laughs> he points to the man that's in the dugout right now. Yes. Mr. Nikki Slices. Oh, Nikki good. Slices piece of clothes. Clap it up for Nikki Slices. Let's go. Hey. Beaujolais, boys. Beaujolais. <laughs> <laughs> All right. No. So, Nikki, Nikki put a new word alert. He put us on game with a drink called Back Rub. The Back Rub. So we got... I'm going to have you break it down. Break, right, break it so down. So you got Beaujolais, mm-hmm. but it's got to be chilled. So you got to need... You, you need a lot of ice. Mm-hmm. You do about 90% Beaujolais. Crack that fresh, fresh Coke. Mm-hmm. About 8% Coke and then 2% lime. Fresh mm-hmm. lime. Not the squeeze bottle lime. Fresh lime. Fresh lime. Just slice. Give you got a little shake. It. It's a back rub. Easy drinking. Mm. Or a deep tissue massage for Marty. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we got to name the one you put the yak in. Like, the you the yak in, the Martell in it. It got to be Martell, though. It got to be Martell. It can't just be any Kanye. It got to be Martell. I'm, I'm really... I can't wait to try that, Marty. <laughs> they don't care. That sounds dangerous. Oh, yeah. I'm with this shit. I'm going to be at home with it. Like, yeah. that's it. Yeah. Yeah, we pulling outside with the Bordelais, man. Bordelais yeah. boys, man. The world has got to know. Yeah, this is this is ridiculous. This is just ridiculous. This this look like some shit I'd be drinking drunk, betting on soccer matches. 
<laughs> shit like that. Like, you sound hella sophisticated actually... explaining it, too. Huh? You sound hella sophisticated explaining it to somebody, too. Yeah. I mean... Yeah. Even if you just say Beaujolais. Yeah, I'm saying Beaujolais. Beaujolais. I'm about to start... Come on. That's what I'm saying, Beaujolais? Beaujolais, Beaujolais boys. Some bitches just because yeah. I pronounced that right. Yeah. I, I feel like... We got to start putting the wine emojis and shit now. Yeah. Like, that, that just... We got to change the Beaujolais the, boys. The Beaujolais yeah. boys. Like, I can already see the logo. It's like the U.S. money font. Like the, 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 like the OG, like real serious Beaujolais boys. <laughs> bro. It's like the dollar front. So. We got we to gotta collab with some merch and make Beaujolais I'm boys, bro. Like, that's we know the man to do it. Like, that's we, know. Yes, we know the man to do the shit. We know the man to do it. <laughs> oh, man. How, how you feeling, Nick? I can't complain, man. I'm good. Man, I, I'm glad that, uh, that I... I thank Chris for introducing yes. us to you again. This is where that's, that's, that's baby Yoda right there, bro. Mm, bro. That Yoda, no. man, just the man with the plan. Man, he, he I, I, t- we tasted your food through community. Oh, it don't man. get no real in that. It's crazy. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't like yeah. word of mouth or anything like that. Yeah. It was just like, hey, you hear, Benny, try that. Yeah. Like, all right, cool. And I was like, what? He was really looking out for you, too, though, because that shit goes quick. No, for real. Mm-hmm. At the, at yeah. the, at the profile thing, yeah. it goes quick. Yeah, I only got one slice. Yeah, it goes quick. Yeah. I remember the week yeah. I came and you wasn't, like, your food wasn't there. I was like, yeah. yo, what the <laughs> oh, fuck? No. It's like, Ugh. Like, what are we doing yeah. here? I love doing those, too, man. Those are, like, Franco's ear. Mm-hmm. That he, like his music, like that dude's got a crazy ear. Mm-hmm. That dude is just like disgustingly talented. <laughs> like it's so disgusting. Like, and he makes fire pizza too, yeah. bro. And we he was can cookie, okay. cookie out of like the, the kitchen, <laughs> bro. I was like the two, my my favorite pizza are two dudes from the city, like that I yeah, fuck yeah, with. Like yeah, and I was yeah. like, what the. Franco had this honey hot pizza yeah. at yeah. the Darkwood. Like oh, yeah. listening, I'm like, what the? Fuck? Yes. All I, I, I told my moms like, yo, I want Franco's pizza for Thanksgiving. Yeah. Like it's like, yo, I need this. Like this is ridiculous. It's fire. Bro, it's, that's just, do you have a honey hot joint? Oh, uh, our pepperoni pizza comes with uh, like hot honey. We make our own. Like we do like regular honey, mm-hmm. and then we put sriracha in it and uh, Calabrian chili, which is like an Italian like red chili. Um, Ooh, we, like we do this like garlic talk. chips. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, these like garlic chips and some other seasonings in there. He put it on top of the pepperoni pizza on the top. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. What's the wildest thing you've ever put on a pizza? Take to you. Man, it's like every Monday. Every Monday we drop a new pizza. Oh, I seen the one that dropped today. That's not um, wild. That's yeah. I, 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 I can taste it just through yeah. the picture. So. <laughs> Wow, I'm wild as... Because you be putting some shit tough. on some pizza, bro. That, like, I had Doritos. Yeah, yeah. That's the sleazy good eater crunch. That, um, oh, my mm. God. We, um, we did a buy me pizza, like, like the second week that I ever did pizza. Okay. And um, I had, like, 20 followers or whatever. But um, it was, it was like, a buy me pizza. So it had, like, like this... Like the Vietnamese sandwich? Yeah. Okay. So okay. it had, like, it had, like, the carrots and the... Um, and the radish, the pickle radish yeah, on yeah. the cilantro, this peanut ranch. They do peanut sauce. I put ranch and peanut so- okay, sauce together. Okay. It was gas. And um, we had, like, this, like, fish sauce caramel um, fried chicken. And, like, mm. I don't know if you've Never ever had, like, I don't know if you've ever, like, been to, like, a Vietnamese or, like, a Thai spot mm-hmm. and they're sticky wings. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's fish sauce oh. caramel. It's, like, okay. Okay. sugar, soy sauce, and fish sauce. Fish and it's all sauce. cooked yeah, down yeah. so it's sticky. It's like kind of funky, sweet, salty all together. Yeah. Fire. That's a crazy combination of flavors. Yeah. Yeah. God damn. Yeah. 
Okay. Like, how do you okay. come up with it? You just experimenting? Man, or? no. Like, I feel like a lot of people... I, so, I moved back during the beginning of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't really tell my story that often, mm-hmm. which is a fault of my own. But, like, so, in 2013, I moved to New York. Okay. To be... Uh, to do graphic design for a magazine. It's like, I worked at Complex and The Source. Okay. Uh, okay. While I was doing graphic design, my dad preface my dad at a pizzeria in St. Louis on South Grand back in the day called Natty's. Mm. Um, and I worked in a couple of restaurants in St. Louis before I moved okay. away. But it wasn't like front it wasn't back of house. It was all front of house. Okay. So I uh, I moved to New York and I needed it was all like the source was a paying gig, but Complex was an internship and I really wanted to work for Complex. Mm. I wanted to be a graphic designer for the book. Um, so while that internship was going, I was working the source to kind of like picking up like random work. Like mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure my name is in that book, in that in that Kendrick cover. Oh, okay. um, with the crown. Yeah, that's um, the biggie crown. Almost yeah. positive, I worked on that book. Mm. Um, that's that's tight. That is insane, <laughs> crazy. I walked the talk outside, I was a like, monument. Yeah, the talk out is a monument. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, so I needed I needed money in New York, like. I moved up there with, like, a couple hundred dollars. Mm. And I had, like, I prepaid my rent through my my homie or whatever. Just prepaid it for, like, three months. Okay. Towards the end of that three months, so I was like, yeah, I got to get a job because it's, like, source <laughs> is, like, it was crazy what they got away with, with, like, the amount of work that you would do for, like, literally, it was, like, it was, like, counting streams for, like, for, like, pennies. Ooh, like, man. it was, like, pennies. Um, so I was going to go... I didn't want to work in a restaurant because I know it's just, like, a black hole. Yeah. You get sucked mm-hmm. into it, and then you just, like, work in a restaurant. And it's, like, cool because it's a family environment. And I was, like, whatever, I need to make some quick money, so I'm going to work in the front of the house. Mm-hmm. So I got a job uh, working, like, a food expo for this restaurant. Uh, the chef was a huge dick. <laughs> um and after the first night, the, um, I was supposed to work that. That's I was supposed to work a Friday and a Saturday before our first week. Mm-hmm. They called me off on Saturday. Didn't need me. It was a winter or whatever. My aunt um, takes me to this jazz show, and she's like, "I want to go to this seafood restaurant." My aunt lived in Brooklyn. Uh, I want to go to this seafood restaurant around the corner just to try it out. Mm-hmm. This place is called Little Neck. So we go there, and. Um, I'm like still dead broke, so I'm literally drinking like Miller High Lifes. It's like that's that's my dinner. <laughs> the champagne um, of beer. Yeah. The champagne of beer. Hey, exactly. The champagne of beer. Yeah. Right. And they're little ponies too. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so I'm sitting there and I'm drinking these little pony Miller High Lifes, and I'm with my cousin and my aunt. And my aunt goes to the bathroom. My aunt is this crazy, crazy woman. She <laughs> she was a uh, informant for the Black Panthers. This little white woman. Um, just like plugged, plugged, <laughs> like San Francisco, like plugged, she plugged. Was, she's an wait, informant. Wait, hold on, for, for the, the Black, Black Panthers. Panthers. Yes. What? So she was reporting to the Black to Panthers, the Black Panthers yes. about white people. Yes. Wow. <laughs> I gotta meet your aunt. <laughs> she's coming for Christmas. I guarantee you she'll pull up. Yo, she will pull up. She will. Lynn. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So. Um, I didn't know that was a job, right? No, no she's actually she's like writing a book about all this shit. She's okay. her stories are crazy. Damn. Her her most infamous story is that this is kind of not great on her, but uh, David Ruffin. 
she she fucked around with David Ruffin. <laughs> <laughs> I can't make this up, bro. I can't. I can't. And I refuse I can't. to let you David go. Ruffin is your uncle? <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. She's actually, we're not blood related. Yeah, she married into the family. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, oh, so, God. But, uh, but God damn it, she's not the best out in the world. Anyway, she's crazy, so okay. she didn't know that I had a job yet. Okay. So she walks past the kitchen uh, to go to the bathroom, and she starts chatting up the chef. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, my, my, my nephew's looking for a job, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, does he know, like, does he cook? What does he cook? She's like, oh, he just moved here from St. Louis. So, like, she, like, comes, she's coming back to the dining room and she's dragging the chef like, <laughs> by the hand. And she's like, this is my nephew. He's the one that's a cook. He's talented. Uh, just give him a shot. And the dude's like, just go. You know how to cook fish and like <laughs> it's a seafood restaurant. And my only experience cooking fish is catfish because I lived in St. Louis. And like, we ain't getting none of the fish, but catfish. Maybe whiting. Yeah. So uh, I was like, yeah, sure, I sure do. So he's like, I come in Monday for your trail. Mm-hmm. So um, went in Monday, slow as shit. We were just talking about hip hop the whole night. Mm-hmm. I just like, I guess I like. He liked what I listened to. Okay. Um, and he was like, make a medium rare cheeseburger. And I made a medium rare cheeseburger. And I was there for like three hours. And he's like, all right, go ahead. See you on Friday. Yeah, cheeseburger's easy. Yeah. yeah. So like, I called the other, the other restaurant. I'm like, yo, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I was like, whatever. I'm just going to be a fry cook. And there's a little restaurant where I'm doing this uh, graphic design thing. Mm-hmm. So fast forward a couple of months. My internship with Complex is coming to an end. Um, and they offer me a job as a uh, marketing designer. So, like, people give them ads, you have to, like, lay them out. Super boring stuff. Yeah, right. Didn't want to do it. I wanted to design for the book. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I wanted to work on all the, like, amazing covers and all that stuff. I remember I had the, uh, I only had one complex, man. It was the one with Lupe Fiasco on the front of it. Mm-hmm. I just thought it was fire. Like, yeah. And they were hard to get yeah. out here. Yeah. Like, yeah. in St. Louis. I had, I had, I had to, like, uh, I, I'd, like, subscribe to it. Yeah, right. Yeah, so right. just, yeah. But, uh, so I can understand why you would want to work for yeah, the magazine. Yeah, it, it, it was, fire. like, yeah. yeah. Um... But, um, so it just kind of like snowballed into like the grill cook quit. So mm-hmm. I like, I always like, I walked in there and like, and I didn't have any real kitchen experience. Mm-hmm. I knew how to cook. I had always cooked in like college. Yeah. Um, my dad was like a pizza place, but he would, that he didn't do that for a career. He worked at Boeing mm-hmm. and then like stopped doing that to open a pizzeria. Okay. Um, okay. Um, he also worked at this place called Fishers in North County. If anybody ever played sports in St. Louis, you know Fishers. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I didn't really have any real kitchen experience, so I was just, like, watching everyone like a hawk. Mm. Just, like, whatever you're doing, I'm just doing it, but I'm also just, like, watching you. Yeah. Chef, I'm watching you. Everything. So when my time's called, I'm ready. Right. So, and just, like, with, like, with like line cooks, it's, like, they get too fucked up one night, so, you know, hey, they don't show up to work the next day. Whatever, bet, I'm here to take your spot. Mm, I can do uh, this. Yeah, yeah, I got it. So just kind of like a systematic, like, everybody fell down mm. until, like, I was running, like, every other station. And then, like, the, the like, in our kitchen, this is in most kitchens, like the saute, like the sauce station, saute station, that's, like, the main station that, like, is the most, like, Technique driven. Usually the chef will work it if he's not expediting. So I was like, "Yo, bro, go expo, bro. Like you work every day. Like, I'm, I got the saute station. Mm. So I'm chefing on the <laughs> saute station. He's like, I didn't teach you this. I'm like, I watched you. I got you. Mm. I, I got learned, you. Though. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it just always it was supernatural. Mm-hmm. So I was just like doing everything. 
I knew how to do everything in that kitchen. Mm. And it was, like, probably over a span of, like, four months. And the chef, he was hella talented, but he just, like, he was just overworked. And, like, then he, like, got hooked on substance and all that stuff. And mm. so, I don't know. I was off. And keep in mind, while I was doing this, I was also working complex Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and then the kitchen, we were closed on Tuesday, so I was working doubles every day. Tuesday, mm-hmm. Wednesday, um, I was at the source. This is how I feel everybody in New York lives like. Yeah. You, you <laughs> like, can't have one job unless your daddy's got money. Like, that's it. Right. So, I'm like doubles every day, but I'm 11, and I'm like 23, 24. Like, yeah. you can't tell me shit. I'm like, get to be in New York, like, whatever. Um, and I'm getting like, I'm working with like real, like, <clears throat> like, Motherfuckers from like New York, mm-hmm. like I'm like, it's not like the like the rat race and just like you go to like Midtown and you hang out with your like financial guys or your friends like yeah, that. Like mm-hmm. I'm like in the gutter with like some real like New York people. Right, <laughs> yeah. So um, I was off for a brunch and I never took off brunches. I never was off brunches. I was just like I was giving off one brunch. So it's a Saturday. My phone rings at like. Like 12. I'm like, that's weird. It's a restaurant. Shouldn't answer it. <laughs> I had to be there at like 3. I'm like, why are they calling me now? So I answered. <clears throat> My bad. Sorry. And um, they're like, yo, Zach didn't show up. He's a chef. Can you come in? I'm like, yeah, sure. So I'm like, oh, he'll show up that day. Didn't show up the whole Saturday. Ran in the kitchen the whole Saturday with everybody else coming in. But like chef didn't, he just no-showed. Mm. Um, so the next day he comes in. Uh, him and ownership get in a fight. Um... So then they call me in again because I'm off Sundays to come in on Sunday. I'm like, yeah, sure, whatever. So it just kind of, like, they fired him that day, and it's just kind of like they're like, yo, can you hold this down until we find a chef? And I was like, absolutely, no problem. And it got to the point where they're, like, bringing chefs in. Mm-hmm. And, like, you know who's going to fit and who's not going to fit. Right. Like, you just know. And I'm every, all these people, I'm like, you better not bring this person in this kitchen because, like, I know <laughs> everybody in this kitchen, and <clears throat> and no one's going get, <clears> to <throat> get, get with them. So I sat him down. I was like, yo, just give me, a, like, a chance. Like, just, like, I don't have to be a chef or whatever. Just, like, kitchen manager. I run the kitchen. I'll keep him any way it is. Like, whatever. Yeah. So I was like, all right, bet. So I did that for a couple months. And then I was like, all right, I'm running special. So, like, fuck this. I can do this stuff. Mm. So I was just, like, go to the farmer's market, come back, run a veg special and uh, an app special, like a small place special. On uh, Wednesday, Thursday, repeat that. Friday, add an entree special. Mm. I'm running, like, three to five specials a week now. Mm. So, like, <clears throat> like breakneck, like, pace. And this is, like, a lot of, like, different yeah. concepts and being creative. And I'm loving it. So, I dropped. At that point, I had dropped Complex completely. Mm. And I was just going into Source, like, whenever they needed it. So, like, whenever the book would close, I would come in and help them. Um, and it got to the point where I was like, just the money wasn't worth it. And I didn't want to do it anymore. I love cooking. And I just took over literally like, after like being there for like eight months. Yeah. So <clears throat> that was, I was running the kitchen for like eight years. I was in New York for like nine years. So, was it one of those, uh, like restaurant jobs where you had to work like literally like 60 hours a week or more? Um, yeah, but it's cause like it, it it's what you want to make of it. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> My bad, I need to get some you might got some water. Get him a backup. Get him a backup. I want you to enjoy juice. that. Um, oh. Nah, that's all good. Um, what was I saying, though? So, like, the hours of, like, restaurants. Oh, I- yeah, so it is, like, it, it is what you want to make of it. Like, 
the way our system was was because I really didn't know what I was doing at first running a kitchen. I was just kind of like figuring out as I went. I just like had I was there all the time because mm-hmm. I wanted to be there all the time. I, I felt mm-hmm. that like if you want your food to be at a certain level, no one's gonna care as much as you can. Mm-hmm. Now thinking back on that, I should have probably went a little bit harder on trading and like showed people a little bit more. Mm-hmm. And just to be straight up like super vulnerable, like I was super like insecure about my cooking skills, so I felt like I had to do everything back then. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like because of the way that you kind of rose through the ranks. Exactly. Yeah. And there's mm-hmm. like there's I guarantee you there's line cooks that were there like that have been line cooks for five years that like it just like you, they weren't cut out to be like a management yeah. or, or a creative type, but they wanted to be, but it just wasn't the way it was. And um That's real. It's yeah. like Michael and Alfredo. Yeah. I was stepped yeah. over. Yeah. Yeah. That's Hell the way yeah. Pop wanted it. Yeah. Not Hell the way yeah. I wanted it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Real shit. There was a uh, so <clears throat> Little Neck was in a neighborhood called Gowatis, which was a uh, super Italian back in the day. Mm. Two doors down from us was a social club, Italian social club, where they were like running numbers, doing all these things. Um, and. I've been cool with them since the day I started. Just because it's one of those things where you just kind of know that, like, you respect them, you work on the block, you see them every day, they're going to take care of you. What do you need? You want a lobster roll? Bet I got you. Just send three lobster rolls down. (laughs) Take care of them because they take care of you. Community. Oh, yeah, Yeah. exactly. Um, But uh, I was there for eight years, and the feds ran up in that thing, like, twice. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, They were good people. Good people. So, like... Rewinding back, mm-hmm. how was working for the source? Because that, that's just a again, that's my childhood. That's yeah, a prestigious. Bro, it was like yeah, it was man. one of those things where like I wanted to do complex so bad. Like I like I was that complex kid. Like I had like cement threes, yeah. mm-hmm. like Kanye, Lupe. Um, in my mind was and still is like top three albums for me. Um, oh yeah, you're you're an honorary polite boy. Thank you, thank you, thank you, <laughs> Beaujolais boys. Beaujolais boys, let's go. What did it say? I just like I, just like everything. Like I thought complex was was God word. The Bible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and the source, I loved it because I was a hip hop head and I loved the idea of working at the source. Mm-hmm. But like once you get to the source, I made some of my best friends at the source. No shit, uh, great people. But it's one of those things that once you get there and you see behind doors, you're like, damn, this is like, this ain't what you thought it was. Mm. But it was cool though, because like you got to work with like legends of the game, like the creative director Don Morris started Double XL. So just like picking his ear, seeing how he came up, and it's like the story of all these magazines is the same except for Complex, no budget. Favors on favors, people doing favors for people. Like, mm-hmm. this is one of the things where you just like you put it together. It's like, like it's not glamorous whatsoever. Mm-hmm. But you got to be like immersed in the culture, and like you yeah. got to. Our first office was uh, in this building, um, and it sucks to talk about this now because it's fucking Diddy. Um, <laughs> 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 but uh, our first office. If you walk, you walked in our door. You walk down the the hall, which is like thirty feet. Daddy's house studio is right there. Oh, you can God. hear like music going all day. French's Phantom was outside every day, every night. 
He was mm. there all the time. The dude lived in the studio. Yeah. Mm. Passionate French in the in, in the in the in the hallway was nothing. This is coming from a kid from St. Louis. <laughs> like that's a big deal for me. Right. I like French Montana. Yeah. That was like. I mean, it's French. Like, like it, it is what it is. But like, it's somebody that you see. It's like <clears throat> it's a rapper. It's like, damn, what up? Like you just shoot him a head now. It's yeah. like that's a that's a weekly thing now. Mm. Um, but like. You're just like you were far more immersed in hip hop culture at the source than the complex. Complex, when Kanye would come into the office because the editor in chief of, of Complex was like really close with Kanye. Mm-hmm. When Kanye would come in, you had to get the fuck out. You had to mm-hmm. leave, um, unless you were like part of like the high up editorial staff. The source, everybody would walk in. They do interviews on a couch right there, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> and like you'd just be working and like. Schoolboy Q would just be on, on the couch yapping. Like, <laughs> like the second week I was there, I got to go to uh, a Kendrick. And um, no, it was... Was it Schoolboy's album listening? It was somebody... It was somebody in... Um, probably one of the big three, so it was probably him or Absol. I think it was Absol. I think yeah. it was Absol. But um, you know the the video Kendrick shot? I know you know... I know y'all know this video um, for uh, Rigor Mortis. Yeah, he's in New York. Paisley, he's walking down. Yeah, yeah, shot that video that day. Still in the same outfit. I just oh. like, con- I like connect like, that's just a, a marker for me in my life. Yeah. That, that outfit with Kendrick and like, it's just like, that's I, I should have never been in. Like, I'm a designer. <laughs> why am I at these? Why am I at these events? <clears throat> so, it was just. I mean, I love this sort of. Yeah, because that yeah. I just had no, I'd like, there were some things I got into with them that I'm like, damn, this is some shit that like a kid from St. Louis like doesn't get to get involved with every day. Right, right. So I loved it. It was just mad un- unorganized. Chaos. <laughs> 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 like complex, when we were like laying out, I didn't, as an intern, I didn't touch the book. I was all online. All their articles got um, like unique art, which was different for them. Because a lot of a lot of magazines, their art departments were like two people, a photo editor, director, and a creative director. So four mm. people. Complex had six designers itself. Damn. Assistant art director, art director, photo director, um, creative director, assistant. Like it was like ten people deep. And I come in there like, how do I fit in? And they're like, go work on the marketing side. And it's like, I don't want to do that. <laughs> so I work with <clears throat> the book, the yeah. magazine. And like I felt mad and intimidated walking into that office because, like, I went to Mizzou. I went. To, I studied journalism, mm-hmm. so I, um, I specialized in, or my emphasis was in magazine design. So it was like quasi art degree, quasi regular journalism degree. Mm-hmm. So I thought I was pretty tough at designing, and like they wouldn't let you in the door if you weren't. But like when I got there, like some of these like dudes and these girls were like twenty one, twenty two, just like. Just like Photoshop wizards, just like yeah. damn, like y'all are way better than me. It's like you get into the league. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> it's like, it's oh, like shit. you go from playing like CYC to some like serious AAU. Right. And you're like, uh oh, like this is a game. of play is way different. Did LeBron just score eight straight on me? <laughs> like, what? Yeah, it was it was different, man. It was it was um, it was different. It was definitely different. That's gr- so. You're at it was called Little Nick, right? Yeah. Okay. So now you're you were the kitchen man or a head chef? What was it? I mean, at that point, I was probably the chef. Okay. 
Um, what? And you said you stayed there for how long? I was there my whole entire tenure in New York. Okay. We opened up. I was running the kitchen for like two years, and we opened up a cafe. Then we opened up another cafe. So I was running like two cafes and a restaurant. Um, and then we opened up another restaurant, and I was essentially running three kitchens, four kitchens. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's amazing because you didn't have like really no restaurant experience. Yeah, like I mean, I just learned on the fly. And I was like, a lot of these things is like, <clears throat> what I say is like, in order to be like a like a good chef or a good restaurateur, the only real like set of talent you need is you need to be a problem solver. That just goes with anything in life in yeah, general. Yeah, right. mm-hmm. You just got to be a problem solver because mm-hmm. like. You got to be able to cook. That's a Mm -hmm. no-brainer. Being able to create is a huge plus. I I was, I was that. That's what I like. That's what kept me going every day. Mm -hmm. Um, But also, like, just the, the everyday, like, what's gonna happen now? I, I don't know what's gonna happen, but like, I gotta be on my feet to fix that problem. I love that. Mm -hmm. I love problem solving, and just like getting to know like people in a really, really strenuous situation. And knowing what makes them tick to motivate them, it's like, I didn't really look at a lot of, like, other chefs as, like, a creative outlet. I didn't look at other people to see what they were doing for, like, chefs. Mm-hmm. I looked at, like, like basketball coaches or, like, okay. people that were other leaders. Like, what are you doing to motivate people in, like, strenuous situations okay. and stressful situations? Because, like, being in a kitchen on a Friday night, if you're a popping restaurant— it should be a breeze because you prep just to get up to the service and your hard work should be during, should be your prep time. Mm-hmm. That's when you should be going at it because that makes your service that much more easy. But then you have different things that come up. The real problem solving comes up in service when all these like adjustables come up. So how do you face those? Like if your fry cook is slacking, he didn't prep enough, like how do you help him get back without letting your grill cook get, like, killed, too. Mm. Um, just being able to, like, problem-solve and, like, knowing how to get the most out of people, that's still, like, I mean, my, my staff's pretty small now. Mm-hmm. It's, like, three three um, three guys that I trust and love. But, like, my kitchen at Little Neck was, like, smaller than, smaller than this room. So, like, yeah. you got four dudes on a Friday night on a busy-ass um, rush in a small-ass space. It's stressful. You're hot. Yeah. You're... You got a hot ass fire behind you. You got a roaring fire behind you. That's a strenuous situation. Mm, so how do you really? keep these people going? How do you keep them level? Like that was the real thing that like I like picked at. There's no how to make everybody run at maximum time when it was time to go. You have you always been that way where you you kind of run because a lot of people run away from problem solving. You always yeah. you always been a person that run to it. <sighs> I mean, I don't. I wouldn't say that I run to it, but I just like I love it now. Like I just I faced it, mm. and like as far as I'm concerned, I ran a successful restaurant. Restaurants in New York, you can't tell me shit. Mm. Like yeah, I'm, I'm ready for anything. Right, like yeah. I'm ready for anything. That's the biggest stage of food you can get on. Mm. You don't know who's walking in that door. Like, like I mean, cooking in general is a tough job, but like you put it on a stage like New York. And you realize you're on the stage of New York, it's it's real, and um, I loved it. I, I miss that like that go so much. Yeah, cause <laughs> you saying that you like all right. I just I watched coaches. It was just like the bear. 
<laughs> yeah. where she was talking about uh, Coach K. Mm-hmm. And yeah, she's yeah, like, Coach yeah, I'm K, really yeah. Co-, and she kind of yeah. implemented it into yeah. the, the restaurant. Yep. That's fire. Yeah, it's just like, I, I always thought that if I looked, there was a couple of chefs that I looked at that I, like, have an immense amount of respect for. It's one dude named Sean Brock single-handedly brought, like, Southern food into the fine dining scene in America. Mm-hmm. And this is, like, recent. Yeah. This is in the past like fifteen years, yeah. and this dude, <clears throat> he had a he had a restaurant group, um, and he had these two restaurants um, in the south, and they just blew up. He kind of got off track with substance again, and um, got kicked out of his own restaurant group. The thing that mm. he built, all these people around him kicked him out. And he hit rock bottom, and now he's doing great. Got everything in line. But, like, Sean Brock is a man. Like, of course I looked up to him. But, like, <clears throat> I looked up to more of the story mm-hmm. than actually what he was cooking. Yeah. Um, the story is what, what really was dope. Was his was what he was doing in cookbooks absolutely phenomenal? Yes. Um, but I feel like if I just look, if you look at just chefs like that to motivate you to do stuff, you're going to be doing the same thing they're doing. Mm. Yep. That's, that's a fact. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. it's the artist. You know, yeah, 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 absolutely. You yeah, get too inspired, you end up yeah. being a copy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now you, now you're doing West Side Gun ad libs. Yeah. <laughs> you, know, you listen too much West Side Gun. Yeah, you know, like just like yo, like oh snap, didn't mean to do that. Yeah, hey yo, hey, yeah. <laughs> boom, boom, boom. <laughs> so, so, what, what else were you doing? So it was graphic design, mm. and then you're running Little Nick. Yeah. Did you do do anything else in like New York, or was it just those two things? I mean. I honestly like I stopped doing graphic design for the magazine after like eight, six, eight months in New York, mm-hmm. and I was just doing the cooking. And then a year, like I knew that other cafe was coming um, after a couple of months of running this kitchen, so I kind of like knew I had to stop that. And then like six months later, we did the the other cafe. But um, I always like. The design never stopped. Like I had homies that were rappers, and I was always doing their mm-hmm. their their artwork. Um, and like that, like I wouldn't even like I wouldn't even think about charging anybody for that. It was just like I just love doing this shit. Yeah. Mm. Um, there was this dude out in Chicago that I used to do artwork for. Uh, his name was BA, and um, I went to school with him in Mizzou, and we had this whole like Jordan theme throughout all his artwork. It didn't matter what the what the the song was about. There was always a Jordan theme, whether it was like a twenty three or it was like. I don't know, I'll show you some shit later, but, like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Just, like, that's, like, also just, like, the creative outlet of, like, doing that because, like, I can put some stuff on a plate, but, like, that's going to get you so far. Like, it doesn't really have anything to do with rap. But um, then, I, like, I still had, like, my own brand. Um, like, my personal Instagram page is called Heavy Cream Nick. So, like, mm-hmm. I, had, I had this cooking, like, streetwear brand called Heavy Cream. Mm-hmm. And then, like, it really wasn't, like, a, like, I didn't sell anything. I just, like, made T-shirts and gave them to the homies. Mm. It was just like, like, <laughs> just box logo like Supreme Bob's and just said heavy cream. <laughs> just like, um, no, but I just I continued to do all that stuff, but it wasn't anything. And it, it wasn't anything serious until like the last like couple years I was in New York, where it was like the second to last. It was like 2018. Um, one of my friends, Brian, I met at the source. He kept on, like, telling me throughout my whole entire life. He was like, man, you got to meet my boy Kyle. Like, he's a braiding guy. Because I kept on telling him about heavy cream, and I was like, always want to do something with heavy cream. Always mm-hmm. want to do something. Because it's like, the, the logo is so ill, I just wanted to do something with it. So 
So my boy uh, Brian was like, yo, you gotta, you gotta meet my boy Kyle. He's from Chicago. He's moving up here. And this is like four, like two or three years in a row where he was like, bro, my boy Kyle's moving up. I'm like, where is he? Like, I want to meet him. <laughs> so he came up once before he moved. And I met him and we clicked like that. And he's just a branding dude. Just like always thinking about like cool ways to do branding stuff. And just like, he actually worked with, um, with Chance before he like, right before and after Acid Rap. Mm. Um, okay. So like, he was a part of like that Save Money crew. Um, and then he just said, fucking moved up to New York and started working for record labels on the, on the like, uh, um, creative d- design side. So I finally got with him and we started like cooking up these, um, these heavy cream dinners where like we would have like 10 people. And this is where busted my ass for these four different restaurant spots. Two of them were cafes, so they were closed at three o'clock every day. Mm-hmm. So we had these empty spots. Okay. Um, so you can see where I'm going with this. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I got a yeah. Right. I, I got a I got a restaurant that's not being used. Like, let's go and throw I'm this the cool event. Yeah. So we would pick 20 people in like different areas, like sculpture people, like real fire artists that are selling okay. like hundred thousand dollar like pieces, just like mm-hmm. record people. Just like everybody had a play. We knew that, like, this person might have a play with that person. It was, like, a networking thing okay, where, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah, where, like, I wanted you to go there, have fire food, but also be like, man, I, I've got to do something with this person now. Like, right. I just wanted everybody to have a play, like, 360. Mm. Um, the first one was, it was, um, like, this, like, play on, like, the end of summer or whatever. Like, it was, like, September. Summer was we using, like, all these, like, end of summer ingredients. Mm-hmm. And, um... <clears throat> Biggest mistake I ever did with this is uh, I spent so much money because, um, like, quality to me is everything. So, like, yeah. I, I went to Crate and Barrel and got, like, the nice water glasses. We had, like, we weren't doing, like, wooden bamboo, like, to-go things. Like, we were doing, like, <laughs> plates. Damn. I hired a dishwasher. Like, I was like, if I break even on this, I'm good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm good. I think I might have spent, like, two grand on all that shit, bro. Damn. Uh, all my service had matching T-shirts. They had a black... Uh, Black jeans. Um, my man had a plug in Nike, so everybody had a crispy forces. And like, I was like, y'all have y'all have one identity. Like, y'all can like infuse your identity on one thing. I'll give you a pink bandana because the colors are black and pink. Mm. I'm gonna give you a pink bandana you can wear however you want. Okay. And I was yeah. like, yeah. So like, people were shoulder and neck. Like, people were just like, yeah. yeah it, it was fire. It was fire. But the, the stick was, you pay what you want. And I was like, we got all these like people that got bread. Somebody on pay. Man, we had to hawk people down for money, bro. <laughs> <laughs> we had to hawk them down. Don't tell me uh, that. Man, I, I, I was, it was, that was never my idea. I was like, this is two hundred fifty dollars a head. We, you walked in and had a fire cocktail, like uh, intro cocktail, like in its own little like coupe glass, like. Mm-hmm. We were just open bar, like we were just feeding people drinks, wine, cocktails. I was calling all my favorites into these wine people, got liquor sponsors, and like, man, I like I just like put so much energy into this first one, and uh, it was a huge success. It was amazing, but I just had to go hawk people down for money. It was so embarrassing. <laughs> Hey, uh, that wasn't worth fifty dollars, brother. <laughs> Come on now. You know it's expensive, bro. You had fifty dollars with the cocktails in the first hour, bro. Come on. Oh my god. Yeah. Like, but it was it was a dope event. I love doing it. Um, and like, it was me and my boy Kyle because mm-hmm. he was seating a lot of these people seats. 
Um, and we did those where we just do like wild like concepts. Where we did one that was Chinese Italian, and we had like Chinese jazz and like Italian jazz and like like Italian house music just playing like a DJ, like just playing like just like real like off the wall shit. Mm. That and like Sounds we beautiful. we was right. just doing like and being from St. Louis. On that menu, we had a um, we had a we had a St. Paul St. Paul sandwich. Okay. <laughs> in, in New York, that shit does yeah. not exist. Right, it oh does not God. exist. It doesn't exist. So, um, we did like a supreme pizza inside of Pork St. Paul, like Italian Ooh. man. I'm telling you, we were going yeah, off. <laughs> we were going off, man. Like, yeah. Where, like, where do you like think your source of like creativity comes from? Because, it's just, like, bro, like listening to in my mind, like, bro, like, I don't. That kind of stuff is like, that's what gets me going. I can't look at a cookbook and be like, yeah, I want to do something like that. Right. I can, but I just end up going right back to that and be like, all right, I want to do that. I want to read that. I'm going to read the recipe again. And you just end up going right into that. Mm -hmm. Some people can read the cookbook and like do their own thing. But like, I just like bring in like what I grew up on, like pork St. Paul's. And like, it's a, you put ham and pork in a pork St. Paul. Why not put? Sausage and pepperoni and and Mm. bacon and green peppers and like right, it's easy. It's it's a layup. Right. Right. Um, If you think about it, like if like not not overthinking it when you don't have to. Yeah. That's also like keeping it as simple as possible because I've done pizzas and specials that fell so flat. Yeah. Because I was like, oh man, this is gonna be fire. This is gonna be like a play on beef and broccoli, but like I'm gonna talk about the 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 Tim's. And, <laughs> and like, like this is like early in slices where I was like, oh man, this is gonna be so fire, but it's not gonna be like a, like an Asian beef and broccoli. It's gonna be like a braised short rib with broccoli and this like mm. brown gravy, and then it's like it falls flat because it's too much. Yeah, yeah. people to like, it's pizza at the end of the day. Mm. Like, no one gives a shit about the beef and broccoli. Beef and broccoli. Yeah, like, no Stop trying to be too cool. Like you just keep it simple and just like put some creative shit on it and you'll be good. Yeah, I like the the whole this in my mind because like every all of us mm-hmm. just the same thing. We were yeah. like children yeah. of that album. Yeah, because that was the you used to you think can do it too young. Like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. No, for so, real. Yeah, never in a million years I imagine I get these thrills. Like, yeah. and I was hearing <laughs> this, I'm like, and look at Pharrell now, right? Yeah, look like, at Pharrell now. The man is running Louis. Like I was saying, like, do <clears throat> you think he knew that when he was doing that album? Hell no. Nah. Hell no. Like I he he is our slick Rick. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, yeah. he had the big the chains with the, the NERD yep. and oh, all that man. stuff and with crazy. the grills, yeah. running around with Nego everywhere. And I'm like, oh I gotta yep. get bape. I gotta yeah, exactly. get bape. Whatever yep. I do, I gotta get bape. Yep. Wanted to wear everything you seen him in. Man, yep. like it, it was just he was just going to West Florida to go get the bape jacket, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> 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 I, I, will, I will not be ashamed to say that my babes were fake. Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry. St. Louis wasn't getting real babe back then, bro. <laughs> right. Everything was fake. Uh, my was fake. <laughs> the no, shark no. hoodie, bro. Okay. Uh, my <laughs> shit was fake as hell, boy. <laughs> and I thought I was killing them, man. I was like, hey, it looked fire. I seen Pusher yep. and Malice wear them. Like, no, for real. No, yeah. but that, 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 it always pains me that he doesn't. He wants to forget that part of his life. Because mm-hmm. I remember Pusha was, like, talking about it, where he's like, yo, you, you know how many artists you inspired in that era of your life? They mm-hmm. they want to see this from Everybody. you. Everybody. Yeah. Like, dog, like, yeah. like yeah. the Mr. Me Too thing is not just a diss track. Mm-hmm. It's like, I'm it's proud to be yeah. of yeah. that. Like, dog, like, I, again, I used to think Pharrell was, like, a weirdo. Mm-hmm. You know, like, 
I'm seeing it's like, yo, who is this weird dude in this BT Uncut video? Yeah. You know, and, and I was just like, with this weird mustache. Yeah. But then when I, I think is when I heard when he just started rapping, and when I heard fronting for the first time, I'm like, mm -hmm. oh shit, like this. I would yeah. never ever forget that video, bro. bro no, that, was, that video changed the game, yeah. bro. Like that yeah. was like, it, yeah. it. It was just like, yeah. like Prince, kind of, yeah. and just Mike mixed mm -hmm. just forged into one, and I was just like. Okay, I get what he's doing now. Yeah, that's not a stretch at all, because the kids of of that time, us, mm -hmm. yeah. we didn't have uh, we didn't have Michael Jackson to look up to. He was alive still, mm -hmm. but like he, it didn't hit like that for like it did for our parents. Right, yeah. that hit exactly. Like nobody around our age started making music. Like, oh man, one day I'm gonna be a song with Michael Jackson. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I didn't even think that was a possibility. Yeah, but apparently not. But <laughs> yeah, for we, real. Come yeah, we was just Pharrell, Lupe, and Kanye hit. Mm -hmm. Like, it was just... So, us not getting the CRS album? Yeah. Awful. Oh, yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. we, we wanted that. Like, mm -hmm. like, like, but... That shit was too good to be true, bro. Yeah. Like, what? That was one of, the, one of the wild things at the source. It's because, like, the upper... Like, the, the editors and all the upper... Upper people were, like, still stuck on, like, Hove is God. Like, Hove is God. Yeah. yeah. But... Like, Pharrell is still Pharrell. Like, when, like, one of the first things you do when you get there is, like, you go through and you just talk about your favorite projects. Mm -hmm. And um, I no, no shame to my game. I'm a huge Drake fan. So I was like, Drake's one of my favorite rappers, blah, blah, blah. But I still talked about In My Mind is one of my favorite albums. Mm -hmm. And I don't think there's really a Cuddy that hits as hard as it does without that guy. And I don't think there's really a Drake that hits as hard as So Far Gone without Cuddy. So there's all mm, lineage. Right. And it's not even, like, generations apart. No, it's right. the same same generation. Right. And there's people that come in that would come in and be like, Dr. Dre. And it's like, yes, everybody loves Dr. Dre. Like, yes, everybody loves Jay-Z. Yes, everybody loves, like, whatever you want to call. Like, I love DMX. DMX is one of my favorite rappers. Mm -hmm. But, like, I can't. Say one DMX project that's like my favorite, mm -hmm. um, but like they were they were very much pushing like an old narrative. Yeah, and like when I remember when I first started working there, Acerap was like everyone was playing Acerap. Mm -hmm. Everybody was playing Acerap, and everybody was playing uh, the Weekend's first joint. Okay, House of uh, Balloons. Yeah, hey, um, hey, yeah, that was a Wicked Games. Yeah. That um, was a boy. Yeah, every it was just that. That was on. That was what was on High ninety seven. That was we played on on the basketball courts. That was everywhere. Mm. And like the source was so late to give Chance's flowers on that album. Mm. So late, and it's just like man. Didn't he have a, a cover one? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because yeah. was it 10 Day? That that joint was fire. Yeah. And you, you knew, yeah. like, oh, yeah, this dude's special. That was special. before, right? Yeah. yeah. You, you knew he was special. Then that's yeah. rap drops. Like, oh, yeah. there's the bomb. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I don't know. I don't know why people usually get, like, stuck, kind of. Like, it's kind of like they're afraid to to be wrong, almost. I mean, almost. I, I feel my, yeah. my, myself getting stuck now. It's because, like, I understand the importance of, like, a yachty. Mm -hmm. But I just I just can't fuck with the music yet. Right. I haven't heard something that's like, yo, this is this is something that I get yeah. behind. It's right. like it's not my thing, and I'm like, I'm getting older. It's not him. It's me. <laughs> right. So it's that's me. a perfect example. Yeah. That's how I went with NBA YoungBoy. Yeah. Like yeah. this dude got number one albums out the yin yang. Mm -hmm. 
I don't YouTube know. number is crazy. I don't yeah. want to hear none yeah. of that shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And I don't. Yeah. And, like, I naturally don't hear his music. And not, like, both sides, there's nobody wrong. Yeah. yeah. It just is what it is. I remember. I didn't say sucks. Yeah. <laughs> who's, who's your person that you're stuck on? Like, stuck on? Like, yeah, you can't, you can't ride with it. Like, maybe people that are five years younger than us, eight years, ten years younger than us, are like, yo, this is it. I think I, I think it would be Hove. No, like no, younger, no, no, like, like, no, younger people. Yeah. Stuck somebody who yeah. that, 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 up there you don't fuck with. That they fuck with that you can't get. Yeah, with. it's like I don't get this shit. Like how we play Westside Gun, people are like yo, what the fuck is this? Yeah, and to us it's beautiful. It, exactly. Um, not young boy. He's got one of my favorite rap voices. Um, I would have to say. Trying to think of all the like, I'll even say Travis Scott. That's another one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, 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 like, said. Bro, I just want to hear the song. He I got just, with Drake. I can't. You know when you can like <laughs> hear a rapper and you can hear his voice. Yeah, I can't hear Travis's voice. Mm. I don't know what Travis what sounds it is. like. Right. Yeah. yeah. That's all. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> that's, all yeah. yeah. that's all you think yeah. of. I cannot me. hear his voice. Yeah. I would say, forgive me, it was Juice World. And uh-huh. I'm gonna tell you why. Like, all right, I remember the day passed. Yeah. I at the time I was working with younger people. Mm-hmm. So when he passed, it was just like the world ended for them. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I was just looking around That's like a great example. And yeah, I was I just like about that one. Yeah. And he's like, man, Benny, Benny, man, like Juice World passed, man. And I'm like, oh damn, man. Like condolences is people's. But I'm like, damn, like I I could connect. Like, yeah. so when they were trying to get me, they were trying to bring me up to speed yeah. on this music and then it wasn't hitting me. I was yeah. just like, like what Drake used to say, I never cried when Pac died. Yeah. Like Hollywood when Hope died. died. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, I, it didn't hit mm-hmm. me. And again, it wasn't like, I don't think he's terrible or nothing. It was just like, it, it don't speak to me. Yeah. You know, and um, of course you get it. Like, oh, Benny, old. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, I'm used to that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But, <laughs> like, I remember I was on, uh, so I listen to a lot of like younger like generations like mm-hmm. rap and shit. I remember Mo had tweeted like, "Oh man, Cardi came out. Benny gonna be playing shit." <laughs> <laughs> hey, and I love Playboy Cardi, dog. Like oh, yeah. you said, to move him to the top of that list. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what his voice sounds like. What the all fuck is his, he talking I'm about? I'm hearing him scream <laughs> with, with spikes on his jacket. <laughs> and some big ass. To be fair. I, it was the the normal Cardi yeah, I was listening yeah. to before the, before the, the rock stuff. Fashion Cardi. Yeah, yeah like yeah. I, I was listening to Broke Boy Cardi. That uh-huh. like and I'm like, oh, oh shit, boy. yeah, oh, yeah, shit. Like <laughs> before when he went on the tangent dressed like a vampire, shit, I don't know what that is. Like, yeah. but yeah. I, I remember that. Too, but yeah. Don Lit had came out and he was like, oh, we gotta listen to this shit. I know Benny go, he playing mm-hmm. this shit. But that's that's I always take like one rapper from like a, like the younger guys like. All right, I fuck with that. Uh-huh. I don't know why I fuck with it, but yeah. I fuck with it's it. It's just all energy. Yeah, it's yeah, all yeah, energy. Yeah, it's all energy. Yeah. And the kids are—they don't want to hear what he has to say. They just want to feel the energy. Yeah, they want to see him in person. Yeah. They want to be around that. And like you, I, you can say the same thing about Travis, but fuck that because I don't like Travis. <laughs> <laughs> it's I, all energy. I mean, so many artists I can name right now. <laughs> so many. It's uh, the Travis Scott thing was the voice thing. That was the best. Like. Example of like mm-hmm. why I think I don't 
connect to him. He's like, yeah. he doesn't have a voice. Yeah. And it's like, you're right. He said the ad lib. That's the like, only thing I knew. The ad libs. Yeah, it's all like, I mean, I, you can't even say it's auto tune because, like, who doesn't fuck with G Pain back in our day? Right. Because that was untouchable. Exactly. Yeah, but yeah. it's just different. It's just different. T Pain was still singing. Mm. You kind of feel Melody. it. Melody. Sing songy. Like, yeah. you wanted to just, get drunk at the bar. Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to get. On a on a table and just jump up and down with a mic stand. <laughs> <laughs> even though even though people was trying, nobody was sounding like T Pain. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even when he did, they started to he switched it up and changed it again. Mm-hmm. It's so many people. Like I can cut a song on you. Be like, that was that Travis. Be like, nope. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. somebody else. That's the only thing. The only bad thing besides this last like four years of Kanye. That's the only bad thing that I can say about Kanye. Mm-hmm. Is that you can you can plot. In his career, who he spent time with, yeah. mm. who was like his main muse while yeah. he was in the studio, mm. you can just plot GLC, Lupe, uh, Kid Cudi, Consequence, yeah. and you can plot them. Mm. Travis for um, Pablo, Pablo. Mm-hmm. like yeah. Jesus, Travis too. Travis, mm. um, yeah, Travis was and then, for a minute. Yeah, with and, yep, yeah. and Donda um, was your boy uh, Cardi. D- yeah. Cardi. Yep. West, yep. Yeah. Well, people, I remember when he was on the fucking. Uh, I love that the, West Side the, verse on, on the Donna, though. Mm. That was fire. I remember Cardi was on the Drake. Uh, what was it the that one e- tapes? Uh, uh, More life. Mm. Mm. It was like dark something. Dark like something dark tape. Side. Dark yeah. side. Dark side tape. Yeah. yeah. The one that got that. I'm outside in yeah. the AMG. 2T. Yeah. 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 And everyone was like, what is this Cardi verse? And me and my nigga Jay Hop was like, no, this nigga's brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> and nigga's like, no, you niggas is tripping. Like, what the fuck yeah. is he talking about? I don't know, but it's the energy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the yeah. Energy. Like you said, the energy. Yeah. I will say that Kanye does bring the best out of... Oh, yeah. Artist set, mm. and, but I think the next artist that does this the better than him right now is Tyler, mm. because that verse from uh, from Cardi that he has on whatever song it is from Igor, uh, uh, Earthquake, yeah, yeah, oh the, yeah, oh, hey, now okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's the only time I was but like, okay, he, made, he also made a uh, uh, young boy. Boy, young great. boy, yeah. That, he also yeah, made that young was boy the perfect great. sample, yeah. the perfect voice. Yeah. He that knew he yeah. knew how to direct it. Yeah. I, I, so, so I was like, yo, I ain't never heard a young boy voice. They was like, yes, you a verse. They was like, yes, you have. He on Tyler's. What's your name? Yeah, and I was like, oh, damn, I love this song. Yeah. <laughs> and he went off. Yeah. 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 Like, oh, shit. I'm gonna be a hater, but I'm gonna give way more credit to Tyler for putting them in the right hey. right situation. <laughs> he made you good. He Phil Jackson shit, yeah, son. Yeah, for real. Yeah, I used your voice. Yeah. You was yeah. using it wrong. That's, That's what Kanye did the best. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is he put people in the right positions and the right beats and like no, Kanye's ear has always been crazy. Mm-hmm. But how- everybody knows his production and his sampling. His ear, yeah. his production, like when you think about what a producer is for real, he's a goat. He's the yeah. goat. Yeah. yeah. Because putting about, the right um, people in the right positions and the right spots yeah. with the right sounds, but I think Tyler is doing that better than him. Yeah, oh yeah, because he'll take like I'm like, all right, why do I want to hear Four Two Doug on this? Yeah. <laughs> and then like, oh, yeah. that's yeah. why. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> like, oh shit, that's three perfect examples right there. Three perfect examples. Yeah, he's yeah, he is nice at yep. that shit, man. Shout out to Tyler. He again, but uh, he's a son of Pharrell and Kanye. Yeah. Like if they yeah. had a baby. Mm-hmm. It would be time. Yeah. yeah. And he's like three for three in his last three albums. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's just like, yeah. it's two can't yeah. miss. There's a very few artists where I'll stop what I'm doing. Oh, that drop? Yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah. running. I'm, back, yeah. I'm, I'm running. Like, yeah. I got to hear that 
tonight. Eleven like, o'clock East Coast time. I mean, I'm not, I'm, I'm not queuing that. Like, no, no, we play that yeah. now. Get the speakers out. <laughs> I feel like what he does really well too is like, none of his shit sounds overworked or convoluted. It just sound everything's in the pocket. Mm. Everything is perfect. Yeah, it's well, not overproduced. Yeah. You can hear the Pharrell in it, and that's what mm. Pharrell did really good. Mm-hmm. It's his his shit was not. It wasn't a Timbo beat. Timbo beat had twenty different sounds on it. Right, they were still fire. Mm-hmm. But Neptune's beats were you heard the beer, beer, and then like a couple more sounds. That was it. They were all yeah. concise. <laughs> Neptune's sound, bro. Like they that that what would. You, what year was that? But it was like on eighty percent of like all radio or some Bro, shit. That, I, that was I don't think that'll ever be done again. Like yeah, yeah. that was yeah. nuts. Like 03, too. Ridiculous. Yeah. Like how like you produce for Khalees, and then you go around just oh Beanie Man, and yeah. then that shit's just like what Crazy. the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> that was around like mystical and shit too. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm like they they just couldn't miss at mm-hmm. all. Then you go take Timberlake and just. Create his career. Snoop Dogg hot yep. again. <laughs> like, like, or kept Snoop Dogg hot. No, Justin Timberlake would not be Justin Timberlake without the state of Virginia. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> without man. Timberlake and Pharrell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They, they Thank God that. for that. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so, so, those first two albums were fire. Bro. Fire. <laughs> Amazing. Like, I was uh, not arguing, but I was just saying, like, yo, it was kind of like that. It was like playing with Shaq in his prime. My dog, you got Timbo in his prime. Get and the Neptunes in their prime. Yeah. Bro, any vocalist is step... You're yeah. out. You're out. You're yeah. out, the, out the door, man. You're out, you're out of space somewhere. Yeah. And you're a star. Shout out. Shout out to them, though. I, I, we love talking so music, as you can see. What happened to Penny? Penny Hardaway? He couldn't win with Shaq? Mm. <laughs> they went to the finals. Then Shaq went and won with Kobe. Then won one with Wade. Mm-hmm. It might have been Penny. <laughs> I forgot who they lost to in the finals too. The Rockets, Elijah Wan rings. I mean, uh, okay. The dream, the, the dream put uh, Shaq in the blender. <laughs> that that was that was filthy. Cause you know how like you watch basketball as a kid, and you all right, you know the hoopers, you know high flyers, you, you know crossovers shit like that. Uh-huh. I never looked at Hakeem Olajuwon just like oh he's boring. But then, like, I got older, like, damn, I was tripping. Yeah. He is. The footwork is just... Yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> just, yeah. He's nasty, dog. Yeah. Like, but like that was, like, the end of his career when, like, we would be watching basketball. Right, yeah. right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, so we didn't see, like, highlight reel. <laughs> right. Yeah. We didn't see that, Yeah. And we, we, didn't, we wasn't... I don't think we were old enough to appreciate it. Yeah. It was just kind of like, all right, yeah. he's not on sports covers and yeah. stuff like He don't have yeah. cool shoes. He doesn't have shoes. He doesn't have <laughs> like, his tongue out. Yeah. Like, he's like Carl yeah. Malone to me. Bro, I don't want to watch Carl Malone play yeah. basketball. Yeah. <laughs> the fact, when I see him on the score list, I'll be like, huh. It's <laughs> crazy you put him that many points, man. It's wild. wild. I, like, it's and wild. I didn't know he was getting buckets like yeah. this. I was like, look. I was like, damn. I hated the Jazz back in the day. I oh, everybody hated the did. Jazz. Bro. Oh, my God. I hated Carmelo. John Stockton. Mid-white like John. socks in his thick-ass arm sweatbands. <laughs> I hated everything about the Utah like Jazz. Coach. What was the coach name? Uh, Sloan. Or Jerry, Jerry Sloan. Sloan. Jerry yeah. Sloan. Yeah. Like, come on, yep. Yeah, it's yeah. so boring. They were like the Spurs it was before like the Spurs. Spurs. Yeah. But at least Pop had like some type of like edge to him, a little, yeah. little personality. I respected the Spurs though. Yeah. I didn't respect the Jazz. I hated <laughs> the Jazz. <laughs> That's true. That's you, true. You, you respected the big fundamental. Yeah, you respected the fundamental. Like, yeah. the, I, I hate it, but you hate it, but you respect like, yeah. God damn, this motherfucker's getting yeah. buckets, man. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's like every time. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm just screaming, stop this shit. Stop this shit. No, what? I'm, the year they won, they finally like beat the Lakers and shit and mm-hmm. won the championship. 
I was just like, how is he doing this to these niggas like this, bro? Right. I, I didn't, I didn't get it. I was like, then is then you understand like the system. Yeah. And I was yep. everything was just perfect. It was I'll like, okay. Yeah. Man, shout out to them, man. Yeah. Shout out to shout out to our childhood. Yeah. Yep. Alright, so Little Neck. You you're basically almost like out of New York, right? At that point. So I moved about another eight years. Yeah, because you had the 2018. So, after the year. Um so 2018 we started doing those dinners. Right. Did those like for like two years. We did like like four or five of them. Um Finally started making money in the last two. That was, that was exciting. Return on investment. That was that was exciting. <laughs> uh, I remember being so stressed after, after that first one. I just remember like going to Kyle and be like, "Bro, what the fuck? <laughs> what the we fuck?" Doing that again. Bro, you just pull out a chart. I literally like looked <laughs> at the re- reservation list and I just started writing numbers down next to what paid fifty, twenty five, and I'm like twenty five dollars. <laughs> Somebody paid twenty five dollars for this, dog. <laughs> that's your homie. That's your boy. That's your man. I got text threads, or I got I got pictures of this. I'm just like, fix this, <laughs> fix this. It's your problem. <laughs> fix this. <laughs> that motherfucker drives an Audi. Like, bring his ass back man. here. <laughs> oh man, Kyle is like one of those dudes that like, like I'm like, I will start. And finish something. Mm-hmm. Kyle's got ideas, but when it comes, I call him AI bros. He ain't got no rings. No. <laughs> he will not finish. He will not That's finish. Wild, he would not, I love this man. That's my homie. He's probably gonna listen to this. I'm sorry, AI, but <laughs> <laughs> the only reason why I, I call him AI is because he called himself AI the first time. And I was like, oh my God, he's right. He's right. You're right, you're right. He's AI of though when he called himself AI. So 2019 ends. Um, Little Night guys are like, all right, we're getting out of the game. We're going to sell all our restaurants. So they're mm. systematically selling all their spots. Yeah. Um, I bought one of their cafes. Okay. okay. And um, not to get into too much legal stuff, but, like, the purchase was contingent on getting a lease. Gotcha. Mm. What happened in the beginning of 2020? COVID. COVID happened. So yeah. I signed the business agreement on... Uh, the first week in March and then two weeks later <laughs> yeah shut down uh, right around the corner later, like I mean COVID was um, it was it funny I signed the, the business agreement went and um, deposited or got a, got the check and got it written out to them and I got home that day and I was like man I feel a little weird um, and before that we had already kind of started like we all we like literally had to do was like change the paint get some furniture in the, in the cafe and like we were gonna just flip it real quick mm-hmm. and build it up to what it was gonna be um while we were doing that, um, one of my business partners in this situation, like, Kyle. It was fucking Kyle. Goddamn Kyle. <laughs> Kyle was, like, coughing. Just, like, he looked like shit. And I was like, go home, dude. And this was, like, COVID was, like, <laughs> talked about, but it wasn't, like, it's here. Right. It was like, yo, there's this thing called COVID. It was, like, Washington, like... Uh, and <laughs> knowing you're in New York, that somebody's got it in New York. Right. Someone's got it. So I was like, man, go home. Get out of here. He's around us all day. We literally, like... Um, it was me and another guy and um, and Kyle. And, like, we went to go check on Kyle that night. And we all, like, crashed in the same apartment. I went to do this stuff with the check the next day. And I get home, and I'm like, man, I feel weird. Just, like, I feel, like, run down. I didn't really didn't do anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, signed this agreement, got him the check. And then um, we were waiting on the lease to get processed. Mm-hmm. And um, 
to the the our landlord lives in Florida. This is a very common thing for New York for a lot of these people with money yeah. to live in Florida. Uh, so we're waiting on the landlord to um, this is now a week before COVID hits uh, to talk with his lawyer get the get the lease drawn up. Um, he's like, it'll take a week. Next week, boom, COVID hits. Uh, his lawyer ended up being this really old guy and didn't want to do like leave anywhere, and he didn't even have like a laptop computer. Oh, so damn. this ended up saving us. Um, so it just kind of like swirled into like just not getting the lease and us like trying to like kind of quasi open something like not really leave. Yeah, yeah. Um, and we were just like stuck in limbo. Um, and it got to a point where we just like tried to open. Uh, like some real low key stuff. Like yeah. it was when they first shut down the center, like um, only essential people, like restaurants, whatever. Like we were just trying to do like open the front door and like hand out sandwiches and shit, like some real low-key stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, still didn't get the lease. The lease took, like, four months. Uh, and then there were some things in that lease that, like, I wasn't cool with, nobody was cool with, so, like, there was some back and forth. Turned out we never got a lease done. Mm-hmm. Uh, we tried to open up one more time, um, and it just kind of just, like, fell. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't Kyle's fault, but, like, Kyle was like, I'm AI, man, I can't finish, I'm sorry. Um, so he <laughs> ended up walking away from the project, and I'm just, like, sitting there, like, how the fuck do I do this alone? So, like, I was, like, put all my money into this. I was, like, just, like, down, mm. down. It was, like, you're getting, like, $600 a week from fucking the government. Yeah. Um, just, like, trying to make something. Uh, and, like, it, uh, New York is not the place to be broke. Yeah. <laughs> At all. Um, and, like, yeah. Like, you know, I don't have any family up there anymore. It was, I was up there alone. Like, I had, like, a roommate, and he was going through his own stuff. So this is a real, real dark thing. So I was just like, in between that, I was like coming home and like my sister had just had my niece, her daughter. Mm-hmm. Um, so like I was just like coming home for two weeks, a month, just like hanging out with her. Uncle Nicky. Like being like, just like totally engulfed in like this little person growing up. Mm-hmm. This little adult, like one of my like life goals is to like have a family. So like I'm mm-hmm. loving hanging out with this little girl. Um, and so I was going back and forth and I finally just said, fuck it. Um, it was Father's Day weekend. My dad had been diagnosed with um, cancer the year before. And I just kind of like, everything clicked. That I was like, this guy's not going to be around forever. This little one, I would love to be in her life more often. The restaurant's not going to work in New York. It's pops. Like, just like, give it up on New York. Like, mm-hmm. stop trying to make it work. So I literally just like, bought a one-way ticket, not knowing for sure if I was going to go back. I stayed in St. Louis for, like, a month and officially, like, threw in the towel in New York and, like, I took my sister's, like, work car up to New York and, like, put strapped a mattress to the roof and stuffed as much stuff in my stuff in, in, the, in that SUV as I could mm-hmm. and I moved back to St. Louis. Mm-hmm. It was it was very, like, not ideal. It was, like, yeah. unceremonious. Like, just, like, it was sad as shit. Not even go front. But... Yeah. Like three months later, Nikki Slices happened, mm. and like I still, when I started doing Nikki Slices, I was like, eh, maybe you know, I'll move back up to New York. I'm probably gonna move up to New York. Mm-hmm. Um, like all my friends are like there. Like, like it's just my whole life was there. My past like nine years, of my life was in New York. Mm-hmm. Right. So I was like, I'm gonna keep it open, see what happens. And um, even when Nikki Slices popped up, because when Nikki Slices like opened, it's kind of like. It took, like, a couple weeks, and then it was, like, going. Mm. It was, like, pop. And it, like, I just 
caught, it was like a perfect storm of like the take and bake thing, bring it to your door. Like it was like the perfect storm of like. Yeah. It's the perfect COVID, time too. Like, yeah, they like the county just shut down restaurants, getting everybody was pissed at that guy. Yeah. And so like, you basically I got you, you ace right now. Yeah, <laughs> um, and like I created like my own little pizza community with the people that would kept buying pizza every week, mm. every week, same people pizza regulars, like right. telling their homies and like. At that point, it was like the coolest shit to tell your friends, like, "Yo, have you heard about Nikki Slices? Mm. This shit is crazy. You get a restaurant pizza in your own oven. You cook it by yourself." It's real food. It's not, like, processed. It's, like, it was just a perfect storm. And, like, I still wasn't set on staying in St. Louis. Still Mm. wasn't fully set. I got, this was, like, a couple months into 2021. There was, I got a couple emails about jobs in New York, and I was like, ah, nah, not worth it. Mm -hmm. There was one restaurant in New York that that emailed me um, through a friend. He told him about me. It was this restaurant called Ruby Rosa. And Ruby Rosa is this classic um, lower Manhattan pizza restaurant, like real cozy, sexy Italian spot. Um, you've probably seen a pizza on, on Instagram where it's like a swirl, like a pesto swirl. Mm. That's them. They started that shit. Okay. It's like a vodka pizza with like a pesto swirl. Mm. Incredible, simple, just like fire. One of the best things you ever you ever eat. Um, they are a pizza and a seafood restaurant. Mm. No Bro, brainer. You don't hear that. No brainer. That's like, this your yeah. background right there. It was there. one of my favorite spots <laughs> in this world. Like the, it's like one of those spots. Every time I go to New York, I will go to Ruby Rosa. Okay. Um, they emailed me and like, hey, we're looking for a chef, and I was like, fuck. Damn. Slices was like seriously like popping off. Damn. And it's like, man, what do I do? And then they sent the offer. I was like, hell oh, no, <laughs> not in New York. <laughs> no, uh, I said a counter off from there. I was like, yeah, we're gonna go somewhere else. We're gonna go there. So I was like, all right, well, that was easy. <laughs> uh, but like, it was just like slices just kept on picking up momentum. Mm-hmm. And like, we're not like we're not the the young like restaurant anymore. Like, we've been doing this for two and a half years now. Mm. But like, we still are steady growing. We're not growing like we were in two thousand twenty one. But, like, we're still growing. Like, we still haven't tapped into, like, that. Like, we just tapped into, like, that whole community profile in, in Cherokee. Yeah. And I yeah. know when we open up doors to whatever we open, I can't tell anybody about any of that. <laughs> um, I know I'm not worried about people showing up. Oh, let me put no. that question down because right. next question is like, oh, you thought about a restaurant? <laughs> yeah. A pizzeria? Like, We've thought about it. So let me, th- let me throw those questions yeah. out. <laughs> yeah. Let me th- yeah. What, what made you land on a Detroit style? It was one of those things where it was just, it was just a COVID thing where, like, I was like, I've never cooked co- um, Detroit style myself. I've had it in Detroit. Like, I've had buddies. Yeah. Oh, classic. Um, yeah. Like, I, <laughs> I've had, like, the, I, I guess you would call the mecca of that, or the, or the, like, the grail of that. Um, and I thought it was amazing. I thought it was great. Mm-hmm. Um, I've lived in New York for nine years, so you know, like, I know History good pizza. pizza. Yeah. Like, the, like... There's a lot of shitty pizza in New York, but there's also like the best of the best yeah, shit up there too. Yeah. Um, but like the um, the Nikki slices dough is like it's buddies is way more thinner. Mm-hmm. Like we get a lot more air and lift on our shit on our, yeah. our dough. Um, the the crust is more like the edge is built. Have you ever been to Chicago? You've been to Chicago. Yeah. yeah. You ever been to Pequods? You ever heard of Pequods? Mm-mm. Y'all watch the Bear. Yeah, you know the second season where um, where Richie runs out of this fine dining restaurant to go eat oh, that pizza. Oh yeah, yeah, 
Pequod is like that's something like everybody talks about Giordano's and yeah, 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 yeah. That's the tour shit. The like Chicago okay. people like Pequods is it? Okay, and I'll put that on. Write that down. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's yeah. and it's fire. And like I had Pequods like a month before I, I um, Kyle was trying to recruit me to to move to Chicago. Oh, okay, um, okay, um, and and do something there. And I was like, I'm good, man. But I, I mean, he took me around and showed me all these like real Chicago spots. Mm. And Pequod's was like the second to last spot he took me, and I was like, whoa. Like, Buddy's crust, like the cheese, like frico, they call it, like mm-hmm. that cheese, like crispy. It's not as intense as I feel like ours is bigger, and that's from yeah. Pequod's. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I would say that our like crust is like a hybrid of like Pequod's regular Detroit style, and then like. In New York, like you have a Sicilian style, yeah, mm. which is like again cooked in a pan, but it's a little bit more airy, a little bit more springy. I pulled that from. Like, so, do you like your pizza to be called Detroit style? Um, I mean, I, I mean, it's like the easiest thing to game. say. Yeah, we could call it pan pizza, but mm. I mean, it's Detroit style. It's cooked in a pan. It's got the cheese on the crust. It's got the two racing stripes of the sauce. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's Detroit style. You, I mean, I don't. I'm not fearful of saying it's Detroit. Okay, but um, it's definitely like. What I was envisioning when I was trying to make the dough, I was pulling from different other yeah, areas. Yeah. I, yeah. I noticed with like how, like fluffy it was. Yeah. Like that, I was like, dog. Like what? Again, I'm not no, no. I don't know, food critic. Mm-hmm. But I was just like, like dog. This is special. Like yeah. you know, what I, like, when, when, you when know you it's eat it, special. yeah. Like you, you think, oh shit, that's some like thick ass pizza, that's some like deep dish. Yeah. No. But like it's airy, like it's yeah. it's crispy on the bottom. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of air that's like that. It's just like a. I dare you just eat one slice. I, you can't. Yeah, I, I dare mean, you I, mean just I had no choice that night. Yeah, but I, like, <laughs> you, I had no I choice. I dare you just eat one slice. You think it's so thick and big, like, oh, I just need one slice of this. Then you back off for another, yeah. second or third. It's, man, it's and so then good. your sides ain't no joke neither, man. Yeah. Like, again, yeah, like, those, are, those, the, the are, those are in the bag, like, for whatever we do, what we're going to do. Th- that like, is, we don't even, like, we. we I always like we all right. So this is another thing that I'm super proud of with slices. Is like I love stories. Mm-hmm. Like we've kind of gotten away from it, but like when we first started, like every special, I told you a story about it. Like this is why I'm doing this. Like and we still do it. Like I I do I think I do a fair job of like explaining like what the special is and why it is. No, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I love like the storytelling part of like just art in general, but, like, especially with food, you can definitely, like, it sounds corny to say, but you can definitely tell a story with something. No, yeah. Um, like, we have this meatball, like, love story going on. It's And it started years ago, like, the first year. Like, we did this meatball special, and it was based on this restaurant that I would go to as a first date spot in New York. Mm-hmm. It was a spot called Marta, and they had these fire chicken meatballs. And I just like they, they also had great pizza. It was the closest thing that I could get to like St. Louis style thin, okay, mm. without it being like Provel. And they didn't have Provel. It was like a fancy like Italian spot, but like they had this thing called Tanda style, which is like mad thin and crispy, mm-hmm. like a cracker. It was amazing. But they had these chicken meatballs that were fire. And um, I did this special for Valentine's Day that was like it was called the first date. Mm. And um, and then I just, I wasn't <laughs> even like thinking about it, but then like. The second one, I was like, um, it was like, it's going good. And it was like like the third date. Gotcha. And then I did like another one that was like, uh, 
Uh, it was like something like the vacation or something. It was like first vacation. It was like this love, like oh, the story of like a relationship. It's growing. Yeah, it's the, like, the, like the, the cycle of a relationship. Yeah, and yeah. part of it was um, part of it was like real life stuff, and part of it was just like, ah, oh, what if what would happen if this happened? Yeah. Like meet the pants. <laughs> like yeah, we're engaged. <laughs> Last year I did a um a special a meatball special that was um what was it called? It was um, Trouble in Paradise. And I mm. had just broken up <laughs> with my uh with with a girlfriend I had mad history with, mm-hmm. like years of history with. We had just broken up a couple weeks prior. And it was literally just like mirroring life, just like there's, mm. there's a story. And like it's just I don't know, man. I'm just like I'm very proud of that. Cause like I mean, the majority of the people they don't give a shit. It's a meatball pizza, but like, but if you really sink your teeth into it, you're like, damn, that shit is fire. But you it's can feel, like, oh. but you can feel it as as the as the yeah. person who's eating the yeah. food. You can kind of feel the love and the care in it try, that, that you. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Especially if I'm like, damn. That's why it tastes so good. Like, yeah. like this is actually this is real. Or imitates yeah. life. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. Like Bob's Burgers no, and man. Pizza. Like, yeah, man. Yeah. Bob's Burgers always got like this yeah, creative dude. ass name for their burgers of the week and shit. That's right. why. I mean, that's my dad though, hundred <laughs> percent. About making, um, like, just getting into it. Mm-hmm. It's like my dad was like such a huge figure for food in my life. I've always like been like Food Network, like, yeah. like mm-hmm. on Fridays and like. Grade school and middle school, we would like. You remember Emerald, the show? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bro, I would watch. I'm, I'm right here with I would you, watch Emerald, and then I would watch Iron Chef right after it. And my mm. dad would get home halfway through Iron Chef, and then Emerald came on right on. Emerald came on right after Iron Chef, a rerun. So we would watch it again together. Right. Um, and we would always get like Chinese food. Like he would bring Chinese food home. Mm. He would go to this place in North County called Queens. Mm. Um, on Florissant down by like almost to Umsel. And then on the way home is when we lived in Berkeley. Um, he would go come back and he would get uh Popeye's chicken wings. Mm-hmm. So we have rice and, and, and Popeyes. And we watch the last half of Iron Chef and Emerald. His day off was on Tuesday. So on Tuesday he would cook whatever we saw on Emerald. And it was it was just <laughs> one of those things where like I just like those are so like distinctive and it's just like like, the, the men in my family have always been the cooks, and, like, every right. single dude in my family can cook. Mm. Except for my Uncle Barry. Lost cause. <laughs> with, with the food. The dude's a savant, like, a traveling basis, like, savant on the base. But, like, food, no. But um, <laughs> my my grandma, my great-grandma, Mabel, and then it just, like, stopped with all the women and just all the dudes. Mm. So it's like, my Uncle Brett, I just came from Atlanta. He barely let me touch anything for Thanksgiving. He handled everything. <laughs> yeah. Like, have you ever uh, thought about trying like different styles of your pizza, or are you just gonna stick with? No, no, no. In the in the future, we are definitely gonna offer different styles. We are especially gonna offer a St. Louis. Like, I'm gonna take that Tonda from Marta mm-hmm. and reimagine mm-hmm. it to what I feel like St. Louis would like. Ah, oh, that's what I want to hear. Yeah. <laughs> that's, 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 what, that's what I hear. Yeah. What's what's the like overall goal you have with like? Man, Nikki we slices? wanna do everything, man. Um, are y'all familiar with Katie's Pizza and Pasta? She's got like three restaurants. She got Ballpark Village, one in Town and Country, Rock Hill. It's like a like a the super, Town and Country one. I think I heard of. It's like very. It's like a very successful Italian spot. I feel like mm-hmm. I might have had it catered at like one of the schools I worked. At yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It's she's super successful. She's got she's got a frozen pizza off of COVID in all these grocery stores. She's in like um, 
H-E-B or H-E-B's or Hebs, whatever you call it in yeah, Texas. Yeah, yeah. Like, she's just crushing it. Yeah. Like, I look at her stuff, I'm like, man, that's the, that's the mountain. Yeah, that's right what there. I'm playing. Like, mm-hmm. we got to get frozen pizza. We got to do the project that's coming next. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I, I owe it to my, to my slicers to, like, have them see that come to fruition and come out, like, the announcement for that. Like, the whole run for that is going to be fire. Um, like we're big in a video. That's all we do is video. Like, okay. mm. and like we've we've been shooting for that for months. Sweet. Um, you- but like that project, um, which will roll into Frozen, introducing new styles. Hopefully, you being able to come and get a hot pizza from me. Um, and just like, I don't know, man. Like we just like barely started like diving into catering and like catering is where it's at. Yeah. Mm. Catering is where it's at. Man. Like you, you could just make your rent off catering. Man. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just like I, after Nikki Slices like has its own like can run itself, and hopefully we got like four or five outposts across the city and the county. Maybe we're in like a Dallas or a Memphis or a KC or Chicago. That's an easy move because they already love. Sure. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> New York would be, like, one of those things where it would be an ego thing for me, strictly. Yeah. <laughs> it's, not a, it's not a smart financial move, because, like, anything that costs you a quarter million dollars here is going to cost you three quarters of a million dollars. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's going to... It's just so expensive up there. But that would strictly be an ego thing. Like, I, like once we get everything off the ground, like, um, I want to do, like... I'm, like, super passionate about, like, soft drinks, dude. Like, I am, like, obsessed with, like drinks like you look at like 50 cent you look at like everybody that's come up with like soft drinks Mm -hmm. i don't really want to get into like alcohol because that's i just just i just want to do a soft drink it's like yeah i mean that can go with the alcohol yeah yeah exactly (laughs) what if i made a bottled uh um back or background (laughs) yeah, yeah yeah um uh, but yeah, I want to do like maybe it's not a Nikki Slices thing, but like personally, just I love like building brands now. Like, yeah. would you you would, would you have that separate like the soft drink separate or? Oh, uh, I mean, yeah, absolutely, it would be separate. I just like that's all about like your soft drink is like it could be whatever. It's just all about branding. Yeah, it's just yeah. literally just like building a good brand and then, like putting it in a bottle and like it is what it is because like there's not that much difference between Coke and Pepsi. It's just the brands, right? But, yeah. So just building. Uh, like a software or a soft drink brand. Um, and that would be different than, that would be separate from Slices, but we'd already have a built-in network to, like, feed it into. Mm. Um, and hopefully by that time, we have, like, a good relationship with the grocers and Frozen, and then they can just, like, keep on knocking on doors and like, hey, we got another product yes. that works. Right, right. Mm. Um, but that's, like, that's, like, I mean, we got years of making Slices do what it does before I can even entertain something like that. But, I mean, it's been on my mind for years now. Um I just want to build, like, a pizza brand that, like, people are like, damn, that shit came from St. Louis. That's fire. Mm. That's fire. Even if, like, if we're in if we're in Memphis or Dallas or KC, I still want you to know that's a St. Louis brand. Mm. Yep. Um, just, like, I don't know, man. These, like, the, I mean, you know, Emos is, like, the, I want to say it's in, like, the top 15 biggest chains. Or like, maybe it's top 20 or 30. But it's, like, the, like, one of the biggest chains pizza restaurants in the country mm. is Emo's. So, like, it's definitely attainable. Right. Yeah. I just like how you, I heard about you, like I said at the beginning, like, through the community. It's yeah, I mean, like, it, I, that's the coolest organic. part. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. super. The Instagram, 
and this hand-on Bible, like, on my mother, it's, that thing has been so organic, it's like the most, it's like my pride and joy yeah. of, like, every person that has hit follow or liked a picture and nothing's been paid for, it's all, like, word of mouth, like, that's the best thing you can get as a business, like, best currency, man, and just, like, people telling people, like, yeah, and it's, like, I've always had this theory about slices is, and I, and I feed this to my guys and my delivery drivers and all this stuff about we have to over-deliver. We have mm. to over-deliver because it's sketchy because you're buying pizza off Instagram. Yeah. That's yeah. weird. Yeah. That's weird. That's definitely a That's thing in future, COVID. Man. Fuck that. Yeah. Yeah, but it's <laughs> just like, I mean, in a city like St. Louis that's not always the most forward-thinking. Yeah. Slices, I, I don't know if it would have been like a, a bigger catch-on in a city like Dallas or some other like bigger city. Um, but like I spent so I, I wish I could calculate how I could answer how long I've how how many hours I spent answering how do you order how mm-hmm. do I order um, and it's like it's something that I'm I'm, I'm grateful to answer yeah right, that means right. you're interested in buying my product like that's amazing um, it still blows my mind that people want to order pizza on Instagram still blows <laughs> my mind but um, it's just like we always have to over deliver mm. we always have to over deliver we have to like kill it on the hospitality. Because you're ordering from Instagram, like people already have their bar that much lower. I want their bar to be here after you say you're gonna get your pizza at twelve to twelve ten, and your shit gets there at eleven fifty nine. That's like the slices way. Okay, the slices, the slices way. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Make a shirt. I'll yeah. buy it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just like the whole community that we built in in general is just like I'm so proud and and, and happy to say that like this is something that like. Everybody built together. It's just like you telling your homie, you telling your homie, and then like, what I like, I think when I went into Profield for the first time, I think, like the next day I brought Chris a pizza. He didn't even ask for it. I was just like, man, mm-hmm. this dude is just like, I just tell Chris is like, that dude needs all the flowers he can get. Yeah, all no, the flowers really that for what facts. he does for St. Louis and like, what he does for everybody and like creatives. It's just like. I think that this um, together we ball thing is just gonna be, this is gonna be like you know what Superman like has like can't control his rage like the eyes go everywhere. Yeah, that's Chris putting out his vision that event. Yeah, and it's I, just, I, I, when I seen yeah. it, I seen like oh okay I see where he's going yeah. and this yeah. is the perfect person. Yeah, to to be the coach. Yeah, like I was like I'm oh really? like I'm this, you. and again yeah. like I told him when he was here I was just like. When we had the idea, he just took it further. Yeah. He just that's kept what he does. Yeah. He's yeah. like, that's what he does. Yeah. Benny, don't think yeah. like that. Don't stop here. He's a point guard, man. Yeah. He's uh, a point guard. Yeah. He said, yeah. no, be right here. The ball yeah. going to be there. You just yeah. got to be there to score. Like, yeah. I'm like, all right, I got yeah. it. And then after so much, after you move like your ego out the way, yeah. you're like, oh, he right. Uh-huh. He right. Okay. I got to yeah. take. You don't want to have an ego when you're when you're having a conversation with Chris. Exactly. You, he, it's just Because he's just you like, step man, he's just like, He's an idea guy that's, like, it's not like he's, like, feeding you outlandish shit. Yeah. It's like, no, this is, like, we can really do this. Like, mm-hmm. this is some feasible stuff. It's like, the dude just deserves all the flowers he can get in St. Louis. <laughs> At the Darkwood listening party, uh, I was telling Q, we was chopping it up about, like, new merch and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And I was like, yo, I want to do this. And he's like, all right. And I, I was trying to pronounce the the name of, like, the, the cloth and everything. Mm-hmm. So of course you know couple couple cups of the Rossi Franco's <laughs> Franco's pizza I go up to Chris I'm like yo Chris and he had to register ring somebody out <laughs> I'm like yo can you get this 
I want to do some merch. He's on. He just looks at it. That's kind of hard to get, but we'll figure it out. <laughs> My man. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, don't say no. That's it. it. He said, like, we're going to figure it out. Yeah. He said, I'll hit you up about it and yeah. see what I can find. I'm like, all right, bet. Yeah. And, that, and I'm not used to that from, I, I guess, like, I put him on this pedestal. So I mm-hmm. think sometimes it'd be like, you know, part of me would be like, all right, man, I'm me. Mm-hmm. You know, and somebody like this who got, like, two locations and he's doing his thing with nonprofits and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, like, he ain't got time to entertain yeah. what I'm... Nah, he makes time. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And it's just like, oh, snap. I'm not used to... I'm used to somebody being in Hollywood popping bottles on me, trying to flex on me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, and yeah, he's yeah. the opposite of that. Yeah. Like, way on the yeah. other side of the spectrum. And I'm just like, that's very comforting. And, and I, I just, like... I, I want to see everybody. I really want to see that man win. Uh, like I'm just like, you. just I'm talking Absolutely. signs in the fucking yeah. stands. Like yeah. I don't have to be involved or nothing. Yeah, I just, I just want to see that man win. There's the businesses that would that would kill to have the kind of like gravitas that he does. That he mm. does that profile. That profile is sacred ground, man. <laughs> profile is it's sacred. It's, 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 it, you don't fuck around here. Yeah, like, you it's, know what I'm saying? Sacred. Like, it's sacred. It's like. It's just like when we started doing that the um the uh the the kickbacks. Field clubs. Me and him, I I there's this big um food streetwear festival in LA called uh Family Fest. And mm-hmm. it's like I heard of it. It's um uh, a popping restaurant from all across the country mm-hmm. gets matched up with a streetwear brand. They do a, a collaborative piece and they also do a collaborative like food item. Mm-hmm. Um and it's like a food festival. Uh and I'm talking to Chris about this. He's like, hey, man, man, I've been thinking about doing something, like, a little bit less than that. But, like, here, you know, where we just have, like, a little happy hour thing. And I'm like, whatever you need. Like, just pizza, absolute. How, what, what else? And he's like, I got this dude, Franco. This is this is so weird. Because I, I hadn't, me and Franco were doing the same thing during cover with pizza. Just, like, pushing pizzas. Mm-hmm. Um, I never <clears throat> met him. And he's like, I got this guy, Franco, that he wants to DJ. And I was like, all right, cool, whatever. So, like. When um, the first one we had, I was like, man, why does that guy look familiar? And I like went up and introduced myself. He's like, oh, yeah, man, like I know you, Nikki Slices. I'm a Marvelous Preacher. I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> Damn. I had, man. I had never, man, okay, cool. And then, like, he's playing all these remixes. And I'm like, bro, where did you get this? And he's yeah. like, I made it. I'm like. It's him. <laughs> That's always this answer. I made oh. this. I'm like, man. That's the question I asked. I was like, this you? Yeah. Yep. No. <laughs> everybody that, um, everybody, that, and like, I mean, I, I've listened to Master, I listened to Jerry, like, everybody, Rachel, they all sound better with his production. <laughs> they just, like, I'm, Ooh, I, 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 I was a little sauced at the, at the listening thing, <laughs> but I wanted to get in Jerry's ear and be like, Jerry. Tap in with, with, with Franco just like this Darkwood shit. Dude. Just go in. Like, like he, he's you're, gonna you're be the, the St. Louis the Alchemist. Remix, man, I'm telling you. Like, like everybody sounds better with Franco. What I say, oh, when Rachel was here, I'm like, Rachel, I know, and he said, Franco hit me. He's like, yo, why are you bullying her to do an album? Because it's yeah. necessary. Every, I'm trying to tell yeah. you, we need to get yeah. <laughs> Franco is so low key too about it because, like, I heard a story about him, like, he was like went to school with like Jeezy. It was like yeah, was like pretty sure Jeezy and just like, I'm like man, like just tell somebody about. I guess people say that shit about me with the, the story. Like tell your story, but like, you are too. You are so talented. The dude is so talented. Yeah, it's like him and Chris together with the, 
with the with the the vibes and the and the store and like Chris with his community, it's just like, man, that's a cheat code. Yeah, yeah. like man, the fact that the, the fact that I have friends like this yeah. that I'm rubbing elbows with, that's just a call away. I feel like. Wow, like you know what I'm saying? Like I see it in other cities, like save money. Yeah. Like yeah. where yeah. you rub like dog, there's chance, there's Vic right there, you know what I'm saying? Like it's yeah. and then, yeah. like yeah. these my people, it's the same yeah. way here. It's just like now nah, I know Nikki. Yeah. Like that's the that's yeah. the that's the bro. Like, and it's like I know when, when when I do whatever I do next, I know like the homies are gonna pull up. Absolutely. I know they will. <laughs> I know they will. <laughs> Fra- Franco's like, yo, let me go play some music. And I'm like, <laughs> Ojalay boys. The Ojalay boys, baby. (laughs) It's it's, it's what it is. We bring the vibes. All right. We can end it like this. The same question I always ask at the end. Yeah. What would the younger Nikki be proud of of the the man that is sitting across from us right now? The younger Nikki would be shocked that you went to New York and did it. And then you came back. I was a like super mama's boy growing up. Like my mom was like team mile for baseball. Like I was always like <laughs> mm-hmm. just like just like just getting babied by her. Mm-hmm. And I was just like the shyest kid. Like I couldn't even call, I couldn't even even call my dad at work and ask for him. I had that and my sisters. I was so shy. <laughs> and um to know that like, like I moved to New York by myself, made a career out of nothing. Mm. And brought it back here. I was like, I, I, I was on Beat Bobby Flay. Like, I'm this kid was oh, on damn. TV. <laughs> that like this kid couldn't even call his dad at work. I know it's like a super low key bomb. I'm sorry. <laughs> there, there's no way to like, be, like ease into Bobby it. Flay. But like, there's like there's no way like there, that that kid would have been. You'd be like, oh yeah, he can be like charismatic on TV. He can Millie Rock and show Beat Bobby <laughs> Flay how to Millie Rock on TV. Like, there's no way. And then like. Goddamn, there is. Yes, it is. So, like, just come out your show and just just express yourself. Bobby fucking Flay. I really wish, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm glad you didn't say we would have still been talking. All right, I'm like, holy shit. Yeah. Oh, shit. All right, uh, just like that. Beaujolais boys. Beaujolais boys. <laughs> boys. out, baby. Yeah, man.